0: And then when everything happened, I was I was like, how, I was like, what are they talking about? How can this even be a thing? I was so upset and and shocked. I was like, I don't even understand. I didn't get it. And then I had to email back and forth and and uh, dispute it or, or or appeal it, whatever they called it. And the dude I was talking to, I can't remember his name, through email, a couple times on the phone, he said, okay, cool, yeah, okay, I got everything, everything's good, everything's, everything's cool, thank you for all the information, I-, I got it here, everything's cool. And the way he said it to me, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Got it. Yeah, I'm good." And then I think it was like two weeks before the game, like I had a plane ticket, I had my hotel, I had everything. And they, I get the email, and I'm like, oh, you're suspended for two years for violating. And I was like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. two years, for, for what? And I'm, I'm pleading my case and everything. And I just have to, uh, I mean, I'll never accept it. Like,
1: Hi, my name is Scott Sweitzer and I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. My friends, Amy Radowski, Charlie Odi, and Kat Shear, and I, we are 40 plus masters athletes who love the sport of CrossFit. We want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news from the Open to the Sanctionals to the CrossFit Games. We also want to share our journey to get fit and healthy using the sport of CrossFit. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating we are now available on youtube at the clydesdale crossfitter and friends podcast and all traditional podcast platforms also be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at the clydesdale crossfitter and now off to this week's episode of the clydesdale crossfitter and friends Welcome to the Cloudsdale Crossfitter and Friends. Uh, we are back with a special edition midweek. Uh, we are releasing another one because uh, we've, we've had a ton of guests lately. It's been pretty awesome, hasn't it? Very awesome. So this week we are interviewing Ryan Elrod, a uh, master's athlete, uh, was first place going into the CrossFit Games this year, a uh, former Cirque du Soleil member, Totally interesting. Um, fascinating that guy. And what's really kind of cool is he's probably the first suspended athlete to come back successfully uh, in the CrossFit space. And I, I got to admit, I, when I hear like drug suspensions, I am a, I am a Debbie Downer. Like, I don't want to hear your excuse. There's no excuse for this. And then I heard Ryan's story and I'm like, that was wrong. And you're like, I, I kind of get it. is, <laughs> <Legit, laughs> yeah. That was just flat out wrong. I mean, the, and, and the emotions of him and his wife trying to have children and the struggles they went through, and here it's a medication to help them get through that. And that's way bigger than CrossFit. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: There's, oh, yeah. there's
2: CrossFit and then there's like real life.
1: <laughs> right. And that it wasn't even on the banned substance list. Yet it was in this tagline of or anything else that may blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what I like about this interview is you can see the internal struggle from Ryan. Like he understands why CrossFit has to be so vehement about what they're doing. Yet he it really sucks that he got. Yeah, screwed.
3: it doesn't make it suck any less, even if there's a good reason
1: for it. So with that, we'll uh, go to that interview now, and then we have a few news bits afterwards, and we'll we'll finish up the show. See you then. There, there you
0: are. go. Yeah. There I am. My first time on Zoom. Are you kidding? Uh-huh. That's great. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I've been zooming every day just from work. So.
0: <laughs> my kid, my kid, zooms every day with uh, yeah. every other day with the gymnastics, but. Oh, uh, cool. They always set it up on my wife's phone, um, so I've never had to do it. I had to download it and everything.
2: Well, we awesome. appreciate
0: you doing that. Yeah, there I am.
1: Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you on.
0: Yes, thank um, you for having me.
1: So, just to introduce everyone, I'm Scott Schweitzer. Uh, we have our co- my co-hosts, Amy Radowski.
3: Hey there, welcome. Hello.
1: And Kat Shear.
3: Hey, Ryan.
0: Hey.
1: And I guess I'm Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kat knows you from the grid league. Um, yeah. uh, she was telling us that she used to be a griddler.
2: Yeah uh, oh, worked cool. for, the,
1: for the grid league. So
0: yeah, good times.
2: Yeah, I'm uh Vinny Vinny Casey and I are, are pretty decent friends. So I've been talking uh, to him. Oh when, my uh, buddy,
0: that was my roommate. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm a I'm a brawler fan.
0: Yeah, we were we were roommates throughout um, all of the grid uh traveling except for the very last year they separated us and we threw a fit <laughs> <That's> <laughs> at first I was mad I was like who's why I'm, I'm I think I was 34 35 at the time I was like you can't put me with an 18 year old I was <laughs> like what are we gonna talk about and then it was like it was meant to be
2: he's yeah. an old soul for sure
0: <laughs> yeah he was fun Except he kept the the hotel room at like 61 degrees, and I was like, dude, you're going to have to turn that up. I I can't sleep. It's freezing. Uh, That's funny.
1: Well, um, we'll just go ahead and get started into the interview. Um, It's nice to have you on. This is uh, Ryan Elrod, uh, two-time regionals athlete, Uh, and this year, I'm currently sitting in first place in the uh, age group online qualifier at the 35 to 39-year-old division. So, uh, welcome Ryan. Thank um, but you. I, I, you said when we, when you came on that, uh, your, your son uses this to do zoom for gymnastics. Uh, so you have, you have two kids now.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, my boy is seven and my daughter is two. Um, oh, wow. and my boy, the seven year old is the one that does the zoom gymnastics.
1: And so he gets that from you. I take it the gymnastics or, or his mom too. Uh,
0: mom too. Um. I don't tell this to too many people, but uh, his mom was, made it further in her gymnastics career than I did. Um, she was a, a British national team. Okay. Um, so that was further than I ever I never made the men's senior national team um, here in the States, so I mean, technically, she was better than me. But I don't tell many people that.
1: <laughs> well, I actually, uh, in my research, found a video. I think it was your your DC Brawlers promo video where you were doing handstand challenges in the street.
0: Yeah, down down in Florida, me probably myself versus her and, and my kid ran into us.
1: Yep, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're a competitive family. He's,
0: he's, yeah, uh, anything that's um, basic gymnastics that we've done since we were you know three four five or six that we can still do now it uh it always turns into some sort of competition
1: that's awesome um and so how did you meet your wife
0: we met uh in Cirque du Soleil the love show Um, there's a shot the Beatles it's called love um she uh, was replacing somebody who was injured um at the time and then her contract was only a couple months and then I signed a full-time contract with the love show in 2008 and we overlapped for like maybe a couple weeks but I didn't really know her because um it was a big cast 65 people everyone wears makeup and so you don't what you see like people on the street and then you meet them in the show they look different so I, I didn't recognize her and there was a uh, a party um for like I don't know maybe the thousandth Show um, or something, and I saw her, and she saw me, and I was like, uh, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Emma. Who are you?" And I'm like, "I'm Ryan. I'm like, well, you're not in love." And she's like, "Yeah, I, I was in love." So that we ended up meeting at the Love Show, which is kind of like cool. <laughs> well,
1: it's it's where you're we saying you were you were in love. I'm in love, and then you up getting married. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good pickup
0: line. It's yeah. It 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 can be, and it also can be uh, quite dangerous there is another guy um, that I knew his name and I had met him in the street. So I knew what he looked like without makeup on. And uh, when we had met the first time, uh, no, so we met in makeup, I'm sorry. When I met him the first time in the street and he said, Oh, I'm, I'm Taras. I said, Oh, Oh, I'm in love with you. (laughs) I was like, wait, wait, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Back it up. Yeah. it can go both ways, I guess. Yeah. Too funny.
1: So uh, how long have you guys been married?
0: We got married in uh, two thousand and ten. So we're coming up on um and uh but we met in two
1: thousand and eight. Oh nice. Well ten year anniversary, that's awesome. Um Yeah, it's pretty so- really cool.
0: And we had some big plans to travel, but uh, we'll see. We might be a, a, a quarantine anniversary. We'll see. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm celebrating my 20th this year and okay. it seems like something exciting to look forward to in 2020, but um I'm like hmm, what's maybe it's going to be a gathering where we can all get yeah. back together again. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe a front yard or a backyard. <laughs> yeah. or a room. Right. We'll see. <laughs> That's
2: funny. Where are you living now, Ryan? Where's uh not-
0: we are in Las Vegas. Las we moved Vegas. back to Las Vegas from Florida. Um, our My show in Florida was um, La Nuba. It was Cirque du Soleil at Disney, uh, but they closed it to revamp it. And the amount of time it was closed for, I couldn't really find enough work to sustain our life. So we, we moved back to Las Vegas where we both can work.
2: And are you both still in involved with Cirque du Soleil now?
0: Yes, my wife is still performing. Uh, but I've kind of retired on stage and I'm backstage now. I do uh, most of the rigging, so the technical.
1: Oh, nice. And when you were doing Cirque du Soleil, you were kind of a trampoline specialist? Pretty much. I mean, it,
0: if you say trampoline specialist, the people that are trampoline specialists will be like, what? No, he's not. I was more of like a freestyle trampoline guy, like a tramp wall. Um, but mo- the majority of my acts, which is, um, the scene in which you do in the show involved a trampoline, um, at the love show in the Mirage, it was like trampoline free running type stuff. And, um, at Lanuva, it was tramp wall.
1: Yeah. I saw some footage of that. It was pretty remarkable. Uh, you getting up the wall pretty easy.
0: I, I love Lanuva was my all time favorite show. Um, I loved it. I loved the, the act. I loved the, the cast. The location, I mean, my boy doesn't realize how lucky he was when we were there for five years that every day he was at Disney World, either watching the show <laughs> or walking around. So he doesn't realize that people travel from all over the world to go to Disney World and like use savings to do it. And he mm-hmm. was there every day. So
1: yeah, how do you how do you give a sequel to that?
0: <laughs> I know, right? It We're screwed. We 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 went too early, too fast.
2: <laughs> well, in another decade or two, he'll appreciate Vegas too.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, Let's see, hopefully yeah. not, but we'll see. <laughs>
3: but speaking of Vegas, what's it like there right now with all the um, restrictions? Like, what I mean is, it pretty restrictive there in Vegas as far as where you can go and what you're allowed to do, or what?
1: I think it froze up okay yeah
3: (laughs) i can hear you there we go there There we go
0: go. okay back
3: okay
0: so what's it like in vegas now with all the restrictions um it's the whole strip is shut down like everything everything is a stay-at-home um except for essential businesses but um the whole strip is shut down all hotels all casinos there's no hotel reservations there's no shows so if you take a drive now up and down the strip, um, you're one of like four cars that are doing the same thing, which is very odd. Cause usually if you drive a mile down the strip, it takes you half an hour. Um, but now it's completely empty. Nobody walking outside, no, nothing. Um, very weird. Uh, but I mean, I, I feel like we're not the only place, so sure. can't really complain, but yeah, kind of, kind of weird. Yeah.
2: So you started uh, gymnastics when you were three, and it sounds like you've made a living off of off of all that, which is is pretty amazing. But when did sort of the grid and CrossFit sort of come into play?
0: Um, when we left Vegas the first time in two thousand and thirteen, we moved to Florida um, to um, join Lanuba, the search show there. <clears throat> And um, when I was kind of training in at Lanuba, I wanted to just get a membership at, uh, I think it was like a 24-hour fitness, so, something like that, <clears throat> maybe a Anytime Fitness. And I would leave my house and I would drive 10 minutes to the fitness club and back. And every time I would leave my house, I would see this gym on the side where people were like doing kettlebell swings or working out outside. I I'd never, I was like, why am I driving past the gym to go to the gym? So I, I just drove in one day to check it out. And it must have been during an open gym because there was nobody there. It's like two people there, and they were doing pull-ups and uh, I don't know something else. I was like, "What? What is this place? Is this a gym?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's CrossFit. You ever heard of it?" And I said, "No, ne- never heard of it." And they're like, "Well, if you're welcome to kind of jump in right now, um, we're about to start. You know, everyone in the community is pretty welcoming." Uh, so I did the workout with them. It was some something with strict pull-ups and I don't maybe maybe a run and. Being gymnastic pull-ups were the only types of pull-ups I knew how to do. And they're like, wow, after the work, they're like, dude, you've never done CrossFit before. And I was like, no. And so I switched over my membership. Um, I got like a promo for a couple months at a decent price that was comparable to oh, here we go. Am I here?
2: Yeah, you're, you're just now. saying you switched over your membership.
0: Okay, so I switched my membership over and then never, never went back. So I, I stayed at CrossFit. Um, so I started in Florida, but yeah, then never left the CrossFit gym. And Grid kind of came along because we were doing some local, local thing in Florida. And Justin Kotler, who is my coach now, he oh, traveled yes. down to watch a, um, an amateur Grid League Tryout that Orlando was trying to start its own team, and um, when Kotler saw me, I think it was like thirty handstand pushups or whatever my job was in that race. I did it, and he came up to me afterward and he goes, "Dude, I don't know who you are, but you were built for this sport." And they had already done a a year of the Brawlers, um, so he had already known what Grid was and and seen it. So then he saw me and and he told me. That um, and then uh, I w- and he drafted me that that next year in the NPGL draft, so that's how I ended up in grid. I still had no idea really what it was. I was just kind of running around doing handstand push ups places
2: as fast as possible <laughs> as fast as
0: possible yeah.
1: <laughs> so did yeah then enjoy-
0: Cotler. I- oh God, oh, I loved it. I loved it. sorry, um, did I enjoy grid Oh yeah. Dad loved it. Um, I don't know if there's a, you know, dispute between CrossFit and grid and, and whatever. I, I enjoyed all of it. Um, I think it's different. Um, grid, obviously, you can play to your strengths, which is cool. You know, I don't have to lift a barbell very often, which I enjoy. Um, so yeah, I, I loved grid. I loved the, the team aspect of it. Uh, male, female competing against each other. So I thought it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I think the fans liked it too because there was something to look forward to a little more often than the CrossFit Games once a year, you know, or regional. There were lots of events that, you know, unfortunately they all didn't happen, but when when the in the golden years it was uh it was
0: really fun to watch. What was cool, um my wife came to a couple matches, um some of the finals in LA and, and some of them. And what like I felt from it and what she explained from it is like say at a CrossFit regionals or a CrossFit games, um when when it's like close you know at the end and the crowd starts erupting because you're about to finish but it's a tie and like they want to know who's going to win and and that energy starts to really come out um that it was like that in grid but 11 times in a row because all 11 races were so close that the energy erupted 11 times in 90 minutes you know um, you didn't have to wait for a setup of a next event you didn't have to wait a couple hours for the the next event it was just it was fast so you you screamed for 90ish minutes and then it was over which was pretty cool
1: yeah i, I liked it and i think as it went on like the the coverage got better initially it was a little hard to see because it moved so fast uh but i think they did do a lot better job as as it went on getting better coverage of it um it's a shame it didn't it didn't that they didn't give it enough time to really catch on
0: yeah i i understood that um it was probably hard to watch and i understood that like it was probably hard to keep track of the reps um and i but i think they were learning as they were going along and it it was getting better i felt um but yeah then like from being in it that first year and then they would do replays of it watching it you were like I, i even knew what rep schemes were happening and then it, it was kind of difficult to follow along at some times when they were um, trying to do split screens and and the reps at the same time um, but I think they were getting better um, yeah it's unfortunate that it, it didn't keep going but yeah. I'm too old now anyway I don't know if I would be that fast anymore
1: <laughs> didn't initially they had you had to have one master's athlete yeah on a team
0: yeah I- I think that was my first year and that was a uh, that was fun in itself because we had uh, Ron Ortiz yeah. uh we had Chris Dozois and it was great we had Janet Black I mean those those are like some big names in the master's divisions and um so it was just cool to you know see them still super excited as as we were um you know putting it all out there all the time
1: so then you moved into uh, the CrossFit world and, and regionals. You started in 2016.
0: He, was that my I, – I the dates get confusing, but I remember, yes, the first year I made regionals was the first year that I had Justin Kotler as a coach because um, the prior year before that, I think I was like three spots shy of qualifying for regionals. Mm. And I think, like, so maybe I was 23 or 24, and I remember – uh, number 21 and 22, they ended up going team. So I was like next in line, but then it, it got oh. cut off. So I remember being really close um, and just being like, oh, I can't believe it. Um, and then the next year I had Kotler. And I think that year it was just a, just having him in my corner, in my ear before the workout, testing the workout. Um, he's such a, a strategizer. Um, that I never was I would just read it and be like okay well I'm gonna go until I get tired and then I'm gonna just finish it yeah and he's like no 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 look at the clock and be done with this round at this time and don't start the next round until this time and then you know so having him in my corner just changed everything um I was still probably as strong or as skilled or talented as I I was this like all those levels were probably the same but strategizing changed. It, and I think I ended up fourth in, the, um, in the Southeast that first year to get to regionals. And then in your first
3: regionals, um, that year, did you, you took 13th? Is that correct?
0: It, either 13th or 14th, but there's okay. a funny story about it. Um, <laughs> that, um, I had issues with my knees since I was a gymnast, um, some, uh, patella tendonitis, which is like, mm. it's like comes and goes, but it's always painful. So I talked to somebody and they said, Oh, I have this friend that will do PRP and, and it will help. And I had never done it before. And, um, so when I went to talk to the doctor that was going to do it, I explained, I said, Hey, um, <laughs> my two-year-old is almost about to run out here. <laughs> <laughs> She's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I went to the doctor and explained, I said, Hey, I competing in CrossFit. I have this big, I, I kept saying weightlifting cause I was. Pretty sure she wasn't going to understand crosswords. Right. I have a big weightlifting competition. I need to lift heavy weights. And it's like this weekend. This was maybe a Monday, and I was leaving on Thursday. She was, You're going to be fine. And I was like, Okay, but this is like the, my first regionals, right? I was like, This is the biggest competition I've ever been to. Like, I can't express enough to you that I have to be 100% healthy. She's like, Yeah, yeah. in two days, you're going to be fine. So I get the injections, do everything, cost me a couple hundred dollars. My knee swelled up like a balloon. Three days go by and oh. I can't even walk. Oh, no. I put a video up on Instagram. of We were at my kid's soccer game uh, in the evening. And I took, uh, I, don't know, I dropped someone off the car and I was trying to like run back. And I, like my run was like a <laughs> hobble. And I was, I was so mad. I was like, how could you do this to me? And of course, it's my fault, you know, but yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, how could you do this? I can't. So go to regionals. I can't really squat. I can't really bend my knee. And there's this workout with like a hundred and something wall balls into like 84 pistols and power cleans. It was like two workouts back to back and it, it it just ruined me. I was like, that's it. I'm I'm done. (laughs) So I I was still happy. I, I won regional Nate that year, which I just took as like, I've accomplished what I've set out to accomplish. I mean, I qualified for regionals, which was big and I won an event like how I can't be any happier, but afterwards I was frustrated I was like wow I think I got 14th I wonder if I was healthy like what could I have actually done you know like with the pistol workers I'm pretty good at pistols if I could actually have pistoled maybe I could have like pushed top 10 and been in that final heat which would have been fun but I still took it as an experience and and I was super happy at the end
2: so have you done that again the PRP no,
0: never. <laughs> <laughs> not a good experience. <laughs> no, once was enough. I don't really like like shots or like injections. Um, I used to get like cortisone, and when I was in gymnastics in my shoulders, and I just never really like felt normal afterwards. Uh, so uh, I, I'm not a humongous fan. I would do it if it like was beneficial, um, but it. I'm not a big fan of it.
1: So then in uh, 2017, uh, you go to regionals, and you do much better. That still had Coach Kotler,
0: um, and I had moved gyms. Uh, Cassidy Lance opened mm-hmm. up a gym down the street from me. We were on the brawlers together. We were really good friends. Um, so I went and trained with her for that whole year, and wow, what a difference Like getting beat every single day makes. Um, rather than like, you know, always finishing towards, I used to be just on Watafi, right? So I would yeah. like look at the Watafi leaderboard and be like, oh yeah, I got first or second or whatever. And then you go train with someone like Cassidy Lance and you're like, oh, so you lap me twice. So, um, you're pretty good. <laughs> but to be fair, she did win the open that year. So I don't feel as bad.
3: And so you were, tra- when you went to that regionals, weren't you only training one hour a day or one um, training session?
0: One training. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cassidy, I think was doing two uh, because she could go back in the evening, but I was working at Lanuba. So okay. I was doing shows in the evening. Um, and my call time was like six o'clock, 545, six o'clock. I would get there at like four and try to do like some sort of accessory work there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was performing at night and then I would get home at midnight and I'd try to be back at her gym at nine
2: 30. Wow. Wow. So so some of the happiest times then in 2017, Emma, Emma got pregnant, right, with, with Lily. She did, yeah. And then, and then sort of on the, on the polar opposite side of that, something sucked about her getting yeah. pregnant in terms of what well, you had to do to go through it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't compare the two anymore. I still like get upset when I think about it now, like what could have been. Sure. Um, but, you know, like we had – what a lot of people don't know is like we had tried a lot and the one that hurt the worst when we one of the times that it it didn't work out for us for her to get pregnant was when we were I think she was like 13 weeks or something and it was past it was past the 12 week point where everybody said oh once you pass 12 Mm -hmm. you're good to go like it's like a 99 percent chance um and we're not experienced. Like we had one kid and it worked out first time. And, and so we, we've never experienced heartache. Um, so when that happened and that was like, we stopped trying for a while and then we tried again, it didn't work. And again, it didn't work. So we were like, like, let's just, let's just talk to the doctor. The doctor just recommended a couple things for both of us to do. No, nothing serious. Um, uh, nothing where she's like, you know, we need to like really think and, and plan, like, let's just do this step first, which we both, um, you know, kind of, like I was taking uh, some pill three times a week and she was doing some injections in her, in her belly a couple of times and, and that was it. And then it worked. And, uh, she, she, we passed 12 weeks, I think like maybe mid February, end of February something like that. And the only reason I remember this is because I did the count backwards when I was not allowed to go to the games. And I was like, no, that's not right. You guys don't understand because we were continuing to take our medication up until we were like 13 14 weeks and we were like okay we're good so then we stopped because we were like there's no point in continuing to take it because we've done it now and we'll just see if this one plays out um and then you know games come around and and ended up qualifying in fifth place so it was like blown away like Cassie's like you're gonna qualify I'm like come on. I was like, I, I'm not that level of, of athlete. And she's like, no, you're going to qualify. And as the workout started coming out and there was no barbell, no deadlifts. I was, I was like, like, I was like, oh my, uh, okay, well, if there was ever a time that I could qualify, like yeah. this was it. Um, so we just buckled down and we pushed, go to the games, end up uh, in fifth, get made fun of by, you know, Travis Mayer for being the old guy, not actually Travis. He was, he was, he was a great guy, but the announcer kept saying like, <laughs> the old guy the old guy the old guy and Travis like hey are you gonna bring your wheelchair to the games <laughs> and he, he was really funny um and then when everything happened I was I was like how? I was like what are they talking about how can this even be a thing I was so upset and and shocked I was like there, I don't even understand I didn't get it and then I had to email back and forth and, and, uh, dispute it or, or, or appeal it, whatever they called it. And the dude I was talking to, I can't remember his name through email a couple times on the phone. He said, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I got everything. Everything's good. Everything's everything's cool. Thank you for all the information. I, I got it here. Everything's cool. And the way he said it to me, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Got it. Yeah, I'm good. And then I think it was like two weeks before the game. Like I had a plane ticket. I had my hotel. I had everything. And they, I get the email. And like, Oh, you're suspended for two years for violating. And I was like, what? I was like, two years for for what? And I'm, I'm pleading my case and everything. And I just have to, uh, I mean, I'll never accept it. Like, really? Like, it hurts. But I have to understand that how do they know what I'm saying is 100% legit? Or how do they believe? And, and really, at the end of the day, I was wrong because... I should have known that I have to tell them everything. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know that like, hey, if I take ibuprofen, I have to pick up the phone and call 1-800-CrossFit and say, hey, yeah. I'm taking ibuprofen. Hey, mm-hmm. if I, you know, have a, a Z-Pack for a cold, I have to pick up the phone, and call 1-800-CrossFit. Hey, I'm taking a Z. Like I didn't know because I wasn't that type of an athlete. And my whole argument was, it's not my life. Like I understand the people that make it their life, they follow the 100% rules because that's their job. They get paid for that. For me, it's a hobby. I didn't look into it because it's not super important to me and I, I'm wrong, you're right, but I'm just pleading at the mercy now, like, come on, man, like, really, it's my, look at what happened, look at the regional workouts, this is like, you guys don't know me, but I'm telling you, this is my only chance, okay, I'm mm-hmm. not going to beat these guys again, um, and it just, it didn't work out and it hurt for a long time. Yeah, well, what can you
2: do? I mean, at least I mean, we as fans, when we follow, you know, the sport and, and hear about sanctions against athletes and things like that, you pretty much know, though, that a two-year ban versus a four-year ban is different, right? And that the two-year yeah. bans are really about people that, you know, it's an inconsequential type of, you know, um, ingestion, if you will, of that substance and that you really weren't, you know, trying to get a leg up by, you know, taking that pill versus, you know, the people that sort of knowingly, you know, you can't just accidentally like inject yourself with something and
0: and not think it's going to affect you. And I I understood, Uh, I mean, I get it. I was just like, no, really listen to me. Like, please just let me go, please.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's like, you get it, but it still doesn't make it hurt or suck any less. (laughs) Yeah. And I was
0: like, and I had a lot of people go to bat for me, Cassidy, Lance, like, literally like one of my best friends just went to bat messaged everyone said look i know him i know his family i know what he's going through i know what they did i know everything like so for her to step up to the plate for me also i mean it was nice and made me feel good i mean it didn't change the outcome because they're not going to but you know it
2: yeah i still i still feel feel like of all of all the people that have had sanctions against them yours is unique I really do feel that way and that people it's not just like, oh, it was accidental and you know, I didn't know and that kind of thing. Like you were upfront about it and it just made the most sense. Um, so I don't I think the people that followed you and, and that were rooting for you, you know, never thought any less of you for sure at the time. I'm just curious to know, like, did you know at that point in time that you were gonna come back in two years? Like was that on your heart and in your mind? will come back. Yeah. Hello? Hello.
0: Hello. Sorry, you guys overheated and oh. <laughs> now you're you're in the freezer. Oh, okay. sweet. <laughs> we're not used to that here. That's great.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so So I don't know the last thing you guys heard. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay.
2: I had asked the question about whether you knew right away were you gonna pursue the sport and, and try again in two years. Was that sort of something on your mind or
0: initially no i was like i quit i was like i hate this um i'm never doing that again that was i can't believe them i hate i gave you know two efforts to this sport hobby i called it and and i they did that to me nope never gonna never gonna go back sorry cassidy not coming back to the gym nothing and um then like a week went by and I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'd probably go back.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a week. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I missed it. I mean, I missed my friends. I missed training. Um, it hurt to help, uh, you know, train with Cassie as she was prepping for the games. And, uh, there was a couple, like the Orlando Sentinel was a, a newspaper company. that was going to do an interview on all of us. And then I obviously didn't do it. And then watching all them go to the games and then, trying my best to be stubborn and not watch the games, but secretly watch the games was like, it was just hard. Yeah.
2: yeah. Did you, um? did you do the, the open like on your own in, in 18 and 19 yeah, to just all, sort all of yeah. see where yeah. you stacked
0: up? I, I did it because I love doing it. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I did them. Uh, I, it was hard to, you know, with the open, it, it's hard to like find yourself. I, I did try to leaderboard a little bit and be like, Oh, I think I'm about here. Mm -hmm. But when you really aren't competing, you kind of lose that extra edge to, to push for like one more rep or one more. Um, but I, I still did it, you know, just to feel them because I think in my mind, I was like, they'll do a repeat and I would have done this now. So,
1: Mm, yeah. One more more question about this and then we can move to something a little more happy. Um, so behind the scenes, how does it work? Do they come to you and say, hey, you've tested positive and it's a four year and then you have to appeal to get it down to the two year or?
0: Um, They sent me an email that I checked after work one night. So like probably like midnight 30. Uh, My wife was in bed, you know, maybe putting Netflix on and I had just jumped out of the shower and I'm checking my emails before getting into bed. And I see this email from CrossFit. I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, this is my games invite. And I open it, and it was. Uh, it said, you have uh, failed the drug test that you took on regional weekend. Um, you tested positive for this substance. Um, you have 48 hours to appeal. Um, if you wish to do so, you need to email us within this time and say that you want to appeal, and then you have to explain why you're appealing.
3: So did you know so, right away what that substance was? I mean, did you know, oh, this is the the drugs I was no, taking? No, I had to Google. Okay. That
0: was what I was, like, I was like, what is that? And so I Googled it. And the first thing when I Googled it, it pops up is this like super jacked chick on Google <laughs> images. And I was like, oh, what the heck? I was like, it's a mistake. It has to be a mistake. And of course, now I've included my wife. I'm like, Emma, get up. Come read this email. <laughs> this is an emergency. Turn off Netflix and you come over here right now. <laughs> um And I'm like, look at this, look at what's going on. And she's like, what is that? And I had still had some of that uh, medication that I was taking in the cupboard because it was like, we had however much it was. So I'm like looking through medication. I'm looking through my supplements. I'm like, no, this is it right here. I was like, why, why would this be an issue? And we look it up on the um, CrossFit uh, drug testing list and it's not listed. And I'm like, no it what are they like they can't do this to me and um so then during the email disputes i'm like you guys it's not even listed like how was i supposed to know and they're like well if you look down at the bottom it says this list is an endless list (laughs) and i was like well that's pretty vague (laughs) um so yeah i mean but then we had um our uh doctors write letters uh i showed all, all the prescriptions um All the refills, all of her, uh, even her doctor wrote a letter and her prescriptions and the dates of when we found out. And so everything. And that's when the guy that I thought was nice and my friend, he's like, oh yeah, thank you. I've got everything. It's all good. I was like, sweet. Okay, thanks. And then they sent me an email. Like, I mean, what I was mad about is they sent me an email like two weeks before I was getting on the plane. I was like, hey, really? So, yeah, whatever. It's in the past now.
3: So now your band is up and you competed in the open this year.
0: It was up, yeah, uh, towards the end uh, of, okay. no, maybe the middle, yeah, June, July, something. So I was actually, my first thing back was <gasps> okay. Um, which I was excited about. And then I did that. And you did, pretty did well that. at. <laughs> yeah, did good at that. Um, and I used that to see, because I hadn't been in front of people or on a floor in a while. So I used that with zero expectations but just to see how I would stack up once the um like in the open I kind of thought I would get top 200 which is what the um age group is to so you just make top 200 to move on to the age group so I wasn't super concerned with the the first open but um I used wadapalooza as to see where I would stack up in the age group qualifier
1: and you you won wadapalooza correct yeah I won Waterpoliza yeah. Yeah, and, not too and shabby. You,
2: and you online won the team. online qualifier,
1: and then
0: I won the age group online qualifier. <laughs> yeah.
2: Baller, that's awesome.
0: Thank you. And so, so now,
2: so what do we think is going to happen now with the games?
0: Well, I mean, you hear rumors. Um, I'm I'm trying to stay optimistic because I just can't take any more disappointment right now. <laughs> um, but uh, I hope. I mean, I've I've heard of the ranch, which I think would be awesome um to go there you know obviously madison will be great but i just don't think that's going to happen um i think they've already said madison is not going to happen and that they will do it at the ranch i'm not sure i I struggle to follow along social media sometimes but (laughs) i think what's happening is it's going to aromas um but i've heard that masters and teens are not going to do it or it's not sure so i'm just not really paying attention until somebody flat out tells me yes or no I still haven't received an, an invite. You guys can say, maybe you'll know. get an
3: email two weeks before and then you'll know. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. About that. Yeah. Cause, At cause least the Aromas isn't too far. Uh, yeah. So that right would be a good easy trip.
2: Me. And I, they haven't, um, they haven't finalized the video review of the online qualifier. I think. Yeah. That's... That
0: keeps getting pushed back, which is yeah. annoying. Cause I mean, I just like with everything that I've been through in CrossFit specifically, I just want to know, like, just tell me. Yep hey, your video's good, which it is. I know my video's good. Um, I, it, all my videos always go on YouTube instantly, so I don't have to track it down at the last minute. Um, and I know my reps are good. I had um, uh, some good friends of mine and training partners now. Is It's Margot Alvarez and her husband, Alex. Um, and they were there for every workout. Like She did most of the workouts next to me to push me because she's obviously pretty good. Um, and I had Alex judge and I had my own certified judge. So I know the videos are good. I just want the invite to be like, hey, here's your invite to the games in California, or here's your thing that says, good job, you qualified and you won, but there's no games, better luck next year. Um, just something. I just want to know. Yeah. So.
2: And how old are you, Ryan? Where are you stack up in that 35 to 39? Age
0: group. I'm 36. Uh, for two more weeks, my birthday is May 7th. Okay. so you
2: got I a few more so. years in that age group to dominate.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kept. I I always tell people because it, it's it's been quite a like a journey for me, and I've put a lot of time into it. Um, and my wife and kids have made the sacrifices for me. Um, and my wife still performs, but she would like to not perform. Too much longer, so she wants to do something. So she's currently in school now, which is getting a lot done during quarantine. But it's time for me to kind of take the kids while she does her thing. Um, so I had said, once I got suspended, I said, Look, I want to come back. I want to make the games once. If I can go to the games and put my best effort forward, I will chill, do some classes, train on the side a little bit, and it's your turn. So I'll take the kids for the two and a half hours that I'm usually gone in the morning. You can go to your school, um, and like I obviously owe her that and much more. But um, so I I hope that it, we go this year and I can go to the games and do it. Um, but we'll see. I don't want to put her on hold too much longer.
2: <laughs> so about a year and a half ago, you had um, a, a knife incident with your finger. Can we get an update on how that's going?
0: Yeah, um, was and it concerned. wasn't a knife. When I yeah, saw it so, so tell it a wasn't story. a knife actually okay um I was working um at a show underwater mm-hmm. so I was a scuba diver and I was down probably 20 feet underwater and working moving uh, big stuff around to like there's a lot of stuff that happens underwater so when it comes to surface level or above the water the audience sees it the performers go on it and then it sinks back down underwater and then we move the equipment or whatever. So if you can imagine like a dresser drawer, like how the drawer pulls out and goes back in, um, that's basically what it was, but it was ginormous. And it was a solid steel um, structure. And it was on wheels like a drawer, but very close to the floor. And um, I was rolling this steel gate out about 20 feet we put the piece of apparatus on it and then we roll it back off um, the stage that goes up and down and as I was rolling it off I'm wearing gloves my glove had gotten kind of trapped in the wheel and Mm. pulled underneath it and this thing is is ridiculously heavy Um, and so it rolled over my finger at like the exact point where it was going to go into its drawer home Mm. like where, where it lives, and there's no space for your finger in there. So, it grabbed my finger, pulled it in, and then the steel structure slammed shut like a drawer uh, slamming shut on a dresser, and my finger was in it. But it, it's like it kind of grew back, finger right? Finger right there. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: This one, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah, like it's a bit shorter. Like it comes to yeah. like the middle fingernail. Maybe it's even with the index. Yeah. And then on the other hand, like you can see
3: yeah so okay
0: yeah it's like longer these two are pretty close yeah so yeah the pictures on instagram are pretty gruesome but it yeah it was weird it kind of grew back and it the even the hand doctor when i went back for my final eval was like wow we did a good job uh doing surgery and i was like dude you didn't do surgery did do He's surgery. like, what <laughs> i was like yeah you gave me a band-aid remember and sent me home and he's like there is no way I'm going to need to see some before and after pictures. And he's like, to be honest, I think we should like take your blood and see if you have some sort of cure inside of you for things.
1: <laughs> so
0: they were all pretty shocked. It was funny. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. So, so your future looks more like, um, doing stuff to allow your wife to do what she wants to do for a little while because you've gotten to do what you wanted to do. Um, anything it's, personal for goals?
0: Um,
1: right now um specifically
0: yeah I mean once my wife kind of gets going with her thing and I have the kids um I've been working with my son on his gymnastics even though he goes to a gym and and uh has his own coach it's pretty hard to watch someone else coach him um and I have a pretty sweet setup at home um like a I have a rig that was um my friend pat built specifically for me bridge bridge built it's called the bridge fitness it's great stuff so we have a home rig with rings and a bar and parallettes and and a trampoline and some mats for floor and a mushroom for circles so i've been working a lot with him trying to get him um, into this category called future stars uh, which is set for young kids um, that are of above average in the sport of gymnastics where they can go compete against other kids that are above average in the sport uh, all around the nation so there'll be like a team usa future stars um, regionals and nationals and stuff like that which is it's big time so i'm i'm working with him with that uh my daughter i just try to keep her out of trouble because she's quite the troublemaker um which is a polar opposite from my son who is an angel all the way up until you know still and my daughter has been the opposite all the way up until still. <laughs> so um, I try to keep her out of trouble while helping my boy do the same. Do you still have dogs? Two Bulldogs. Yep.
2: Two still bulldogs.
0: They're, they're 11 years old this year. So Oh
2: wow.
0: Um, with, with Bulldogs, we know, you know, it can be anywhere from like 10 to 12 years is their lifespan. So. Yeah, we still have dogs. They just walk less now, like down the driveway and back. <laughs> this is good for them.
1: So I have one final question for you. Uh, you have a nice tattoo sleeve. Any significance mm-hmm. uh, to the tattoos you have on your, on your sleeve? Yeah,
0: the, so the, my arm is the big one, um, and I can kind of show you. It starts from the top. Um, this is two lines. It kind of represents my wife and I. And then the sleeve itself is a DNA strand. Oh. And the DNA strand, so this one is a pink strand and it mm-hmm. has the coordinates of where my daughter was born. And then up here is the dark blue strand which has the coordinates of where my son was born. Mm-hmm. And then this black and gray is half American flag, half British flag. Which would represent uh, what they are.
2: Very cool, awesome. and you have their their birth dates on your chest, right? Like that your kids.
0: Yep, that's a fairly new one. Yeah, right on my my left yeah. boob. I'm not a stalker or anything. I just <laughs> just, just research. You're doing <laughs> <Just> research. research. <laughs> then the one, the, the most important tattoo I have, to be completely honest, and I even used it in this interview. And I don't know if you guys noticed, is this, this yep, one right here? Yeah, right there. Okay. <gasps> Love it. So. When you had asked me how long had we been married earlier in this episode, I kind of did a quick like, ah, 10 years this year. (laughs) So let me tell you about that. So
3: our anniversary is September 9th of 2020. Okay. But that was part of the whole reason why we got married in 2000. I said, that way you will never have to guess how many years we've been married. You'll just think the year, that's how many years. Yep.
0: Perfect. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should have waited. Like a couple years <laughs> oh no 10 we're 10, good. good i'm yeah. just yeah. one less yeah yeah so
1: oh thank you very yeah, much i do it all the
0: time oh oh man thank you i appreciate it
2: we're yeah. we're super excited i i'm really rooting for you and hoping that you know you get to sort of fulfill this this journey this year um it's gonna thank be exciting
0: you. to watch yeah yeah i hope so I, it should be a fun one fingers crossed yeah. for sure yeah. Fingers yeah. Crossed. we'll be rooting yeah. for thank you guys. for sure Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for introducing me to Zoom. Sorry yes. about the <laughs> all the complications along the way. I hope Sorry. it wasn't too big of an issue. No, you did
1: um, okay.
0: But yeah. I learned as I went. And then, yeah, I only had to put you guys in the freezer once. So hey. was
1: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. And uh, we hope you have a great uh, rest of your week and and on, on to thank great you. things.
0: Thank uh, you. Scott, Amy, Kat, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Nice to meet you.
1: Nice Take care. to meet you, too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Bye. So that was an awesome interview. Uh, it's good to be out of the freezer um, and cooled off now because uh, Ryan's phone got hot. And uh, we had some of those typical Zoom technical issues on this episode, but the content was just too good to not go ahead and publish it. Uh, and I think it, was, it wasn't enough that distracted from that too bad.
3: I have to say, one of the things that I just keep thinking about from that interview that just was a funny antidote was how he would run into somebody on the street in Vegas that he was on the show with from Cirque du Soleil. And he'd be like, wait, I I'm in love with you or yeah. I'm not in love with you. I just thought that was funny. We're both in love together. Yeah. We're in love <laughs> together. What? No.
1: So I actually, been, uh, Oh, go ahead, oh, Kat. Please. I was just
2: going to say, I've been, um, you know, following Ryan for a while now on Instagram and his son, Oliver is doing strict muscle ups now. It's very impressive. Just, they've got good genes there.
1: Yeah. All so I actually uh, we recorded that video prior to the age group online qualifier being canceled. And I actually reached out to Ryan and said, hey, uh, can I get a statement from you to just to finish it up? And because we talk about what would happen if that if that got canceled and he seemed very disappointed. Um, but I want to just get read a statement that he sent to us uh, about that. And here it is. I've now qualified for two CrossFit games and not been able to go to either. I'm disappointed and sad, but this is just another opportunity to become stronger as a person and learn what is really important in this life. Obviously, the health and safety of people all over the world tops myself going to a CrossFit competition. So I understand, and I will again try next year. And hey, on a positive note, when the 2020 game season ended, I was on top.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so happy that he said that he's going to try again because as you know, in the interview, he talked about sort of taking a step back, letting his wife sort of Mm -hmm. pursue some things personally in her life that she wanted to. Um, So I'm glad he gets one more year. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, how he does.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'll be great. So we have a couple news bits from this week. Um, Titan games announced their cast Uh, starting May 25th on NBC, you can check that out and it is CrossFit heavy. It's so CrossFit heavy that morning chalk up did a piece on it this morning. Um, but we have CrossFit athletes, uh, Amy, you want to announce who from the CrossFit worlds on it or,
3: um, I, I will announce the ones that I can remember. Yes. So we have Matt Chan. We have Kelly Stone, which was a former guest of the show, uh, Margo Alvarez,
1: former guest of the show,
3: former guest of the show, Danny Spiegel, maybe future guest of the show. Maybe. Yep. Um, that's all the, I can remember.
1: Yeah. Those are pretty much the big, biggest the names ones. in the, yeah. there's a lot of people that do CrossFit that made it some regionals, athletes, some team yeah.
3: athletes, and they're all uh, listed on morning chalk up.
1: Yeah. And you can check that out there, but Wow. Um, Matt Chan's going to be fun because that guy is electric and funny and I can't wait to see his personality on the screen. Um, for, for I just I just years. wonder
2: if any of the girls are going to going to be against each other like in the Ooh. episode, you know, last year we all watched Jess Griffith. And yeah, you know, we didn't really know anybody that she was competing against. So it'll be interesting to see if there's like, you know, a Danny Margot head to head or, or something like that uh, as they go through their iterations
1: I know, like, if if two of our former guests are on against each other, who do you root for? What do we do? Right. We're we're, we're screwed.
2: Just watch like
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm excited for that. It's going to be fun. Uh, You know, we don't have live sports right now, so that's something to actually rally behind and be able to root for someone, uh, and it'll be pretty fun, and it's happening in about two weeks, so i look for that. I'm looking for you, And so we're just going to wrap up uh, some news with uh, something else. The morning chalk up announced this morning, and that is that the teens are actually working together to create an, uh, like a, a teens CrossFit games. It may not be affiliated with CrossFit, but it will, it is all the qualifiers and they are going to backfill if people can't make it in. Uh, But it's going to be held on the Michigan, Indiana border at Amy,
3: uh, the, it's at the ranch, but it's at the Pit fitness ranch, which yeah, not the um, Aromas ranch. Right. But I like that. It's also called the ranch and I think that's fun.
1: And it's, it's got like a huge indoor facility as well as, um, a lot of acreage for them to do different things and a hill. I think it was described in the morning chalk up. For mm-hmm. Did they after
2: talk about all. timing at
1: all? End of August.
2: End of August. Okay. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the proximity to the open doesn't matter that much to teams as it would to individuals in terms of you know you being uh, so,
1: so let me enunciate re- better teens with an n
2: oh teens oh. teenagers
1: teenagers
2: sorry oh i got excited and i thought it was going to be teens this is what happens when you sleep in on a Wednesday
1: morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, we've had to catch Kat up a little bit because she actually got some really good sleep. Her, it, her whoop yeah, recovery I'm is check out of up. sight. Dude,
2: no. Whoop said that I woke up at 3.28 a.m. this morning, which I, I, I told totally you. did not. I had to manually enter in the rest of my sleep, so I'm anti-whoop today.
3: That's me <laughs> every single day, Kat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My, my whoop died yesterday and i forgot to charge it so mine says nothing. Wah, wah, wah. All right, well happy hump day guys. Oh okay, go
3: wait 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 hold on no no no. We're going to look at this for a second on our Clydesdale CrossFit and friends whoop group. Cat got 100% sleep, okay? 9 hours. I got 47% sleep at 3.59 hours. But look <laughs> at this. My recovery is 76% and Cat's is 73.
2: That's because my HRV is in the tank. I think I need to go see a cardiologist, seriously. Like, I don't know what's happening with that.
3: Um, I It not means I'm working harder, Amy. I know. I know. I'm looking at that. <laughs> I, I need that. I'm jealous of that sleep is what that means.
1: <laughs> so we will put the uh, the WHOOP group uh, sign-on in the comments, in the description below. So if you want to be a part of uh, our Clidesdale CrossFitter and Friends WHOOP group, you can go ahead and join up there. Y-
3: you just want to say that.
1: I know. I love whoop group. Whoop group. group. (laughs) Um, So anyway, yeah, they're going to hold that competition and it's being run by the teens themselves. Now they, they recruited Chandler Smith to kind of assist them with that, which I thought was really cool. Uh, But Chandler says he's taking like a hands off kind of letting the teens decide what they want to do.
2: That's awesome. And And we're going to have a, we're going to have a couple teens on the show coming up too. So that will be, that will be neat to
1: talk about. And then I, I'm going to do a little scoopage here uh, from an anonymous source. We have heard rumblings that there may be a team competition done in a very similar way.
3: T E M
1: with an M M-M. M-M. uh, that uh, the powers that be in the team division are mighty uh, and they have some pool and they are looking at doing something as well. Now I do not, I do not want to call this person out. So we're saying anonymous source and uh, hopefully in the next few days, weeks, we'll, we'll hear something uh, on that front as well. But, and, and
2: we've all talked privately about sort of where we think that might be and who might be putting it on. So we won't go out with that yet, but let's, let's talk about who was right and who was wrong when we okay. do find out. okay. okay. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, with that being said, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that notifier, like us and uh, leave a comment so we can get some feedback on the show. Uh, This interview uh, is really good. And so I hope you guys enjoy it and love to hear some feedback and hear from you guys.
3: Uh, Follow follow us, us.
1: follow us on Instagram. Follow at the Clydesdale Crossfitter
3: at team Rudy at Kathy cakes
1: uh, and DM us and, and give us feedback there as well. We love it.
3: Slide into those DMs. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, no, no sliding. (laughs) No No sliding. sliding. (laughs) No, just straight up comments.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. All
1: right. With that being said, we'll see you guys next week on the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale Crossfitter and Friends. Remember, you can find us on YouTube now and all major podcast platforms. That's iTunes. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, We're available on all those. And please hit that subscribe button on whatever you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends.